Welcome to Drunk Bible Study. This show's mission is to read every single word of the greatest story ever told. A warning to our listeners, the hosts of this show are sinners, but they're doing their best. There will be drinking and there may be some swears. They did say they'd try to keep it clean, but I wouldn't put my money on it. I'm Emily, and this is Drunk Bible Study, where my good friends, Dedeker and Jace, teach me, a born and raised atheist, all about the Bible. We are back. It is Twitch Thursday. So excited. How are y'all doing today? Great. Oh, just full, full of the spirit. <laughs> full of the spirit. Yes. <laughs> yes. The spirit I'm is moving full of me. something. Indeed. I'm full of something. Yes, quite. Um, and I'm going to call it the spirit, and I'm going to be full of more spirits. There you go. Shortly. That's true. Oh, I love that. We made that joke before on this show. We should if we we haven't. That's really impressive. It seems like low-hanging fruit, but... Yeah. Wow. (laughs) Meaning the kind of joke we would probably do, so... Exactly. Okay, (laughs) so it's it's in our wheelhouse. We're in our lane. Okay, that's okay. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Lovely. Wow. Okay. Well, again, last week... We just had a fun time uh, destroying the egos of mm. people like what Assyria and mm. Egypt and was Egypt. that it? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. I remember, it was very foot oriented at times. Yes, uh-huh. somebody had a foot fetish. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Just for this brief moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Totally. Yeah, but we didn't really get a chance to recap our reading in the bonus episode because That's true. if you go back and listen to the bonus episode, um, we had a special guest on um, to talk about the game, a game for good Christians. So we recommend that you go check that out. Yeah. I'm kind of jealous because I haven't played it yet, and you two apparently have played it a lot. It's and very fun. So now I need to go yeah. and and buy the game. Listeners of this podcast are like the the target demographic. I can guarantee. Totally. Yeah, no, pretty yeah. much. It's like made for exactly this kind of humor. Yeah, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, indeed. So you know, yeah. I've been thinking about the Bible, obviously, oh, and of course, I was thinking about how you know one of the things we talk about is acknowledging that the Bible was written down as various books by different people. And then over the centuries, those documents got edited, redacted during the ones where it was like an oral tradition first, mm-hmm. that it would get changed a little bit over time. And, and then I was thinking about The Rock, our, our good friend, good friend of the show, The Rock. Mm-hmm. And good Yahweh. Of course, we are contractually obligated to play the Rock O'Clock theme song. Please. Rock O'Clock. I discovered that the same thing that happened to a lot of writings in the Bible has happened to The Rock himself. The Rock's writings? The Rock's performance on WWE has been censored. What? So What? So WWE... He was saying candy ass too many times. <laughs> yeah, hold on. Okay. Immediately my brain goes to a billion different possibilities yeah. of what could have been censored. Was it too violent? Was a, someone's package too prominent? Mm, was like it saying oh, candy ass always. too many times in a <laughs> row? Was there too much smack talk? Like what has been censored? Yeah, so so here's kind of a little bit of the backstory. And that's that um, the all of the WWE Raw stuff has now moved on to Peacock, which is owned by NBC Universal. 
And NBC Universal has made this statement of with a lot of older shows and things, including WWE, we're proactively censoring stuff that we think basically mm. is not sensitive, is, you know, is offensive now to a modern audience. Um, sure. And so, they have every episode of The Office on there, and there are definitely some offensive episodes of The Office, but okay. Right, so, okay, it is like a little bit of a weird thing of like, why this and not that? And that's exactly the story here. Yeah. So, in um, some of the edits that they've made to WWE make sense, like people saying the N-word or something. It's like, yeah, sure, let's cut that out. And let's not do that. But this one is uh, where The Rock comes out and does... The Rock concert, which is cute. He comes out with a guitar. <laughs> what? That's into cute. the ring. It's cute. In Sacramento. Uh, this was in, gosh, I don't even, I don't even know. This is for Monday Night Raw. Anyway, he comes out on stage back in the 2000s. And, oh, by the way, it was not The Rock that said the N-word. It was a different wrestler. So don't, don't Of course. Worry. Okay. Thank you for yes, clarifying. Yes. Okay. People in the chat okay. were getting upset. So, yes, it was not, not <laughs> yeah, The Rock. No. Um, <laughs> Goodness. Anyway, uh, so he comes out and he does this concert where he is in Sacramento and he's against Stone Cold Steve Austin. And he sings some songs and says some things talking a bunch of shit about Stone Cold Steve Austin, of course, and also talking a bunch of shit about Sacramento. And Well, obviously, because... <laughs> I'm sorry, as someone born and raised in Northern California, you can only ever talk shit about Sacramento. I don't know anything about Sacramento, but yeah. Even people who love Sacramento also hate Sacramento, so <laughs> okay, okay. I don't see what's wrong so far. Right, right. So that's kind of the, the article that I was reading. Was That was the takeaway. It was like, we don't understand why it got censored. And here's what's weird is he comes out, introduces his rock concert segment, and then it cuts immediately to where Stone Cold Steve Austin comes in, breaks up his show, and then they sm talk smack to each other. They cut out like several songs, all of the rocks patter, all this stuff got cut out. And I listened to it. I did find it on YouTube. And I listened to it. And there's like, at the beginning, there's some homophobia and some like fat shaming. Okay. But it's like okay. in one of the first songs. So it does seem weird that they would cut the whole everything. Mm -hmm. Uh, and so, just to give you a sample of this, I... I Wait, have hold on. This. You're gonna, are you going to make um, us listen to the homophobic and fat shaming part? No, no, no. I'm going to play you okay, a different good. song. This one doesn't have any of that in okay. it. Okay. 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 <laughs> so, this is The Rock singing to Stone Cold Steve Austin before their battle. Battle? Match? Whatever you call it. Here it is. Hey, check this out. I'll tell you what. There's one man who The Rock plays with, who signed the guitar. His name is Willie Nelson. Oh, And here's a special song Austin, okay. just what for a you. And the camera zooms in to show Willie his signature on the guitar. Here we go. Willie, Willie Nelson. <laughs> whip your ass again. <laughs> the Rock can't whip the whip Austin's ass again. <laughs> the life I love is whipping Stone Cold's candy ass. And I can't wait to whip Austin's ass again. Oh, oh my. <laughs> Here we go, he's it. No, the rock can't wait to whip your ball candy ass again. Okay. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay, so everyone was so impressed with The Rock when he did Moana because I was like, oh my God, he's singing. It's amazing. But, we've but known he this got his start yeah. ages ago. He's known forever. <laughs> yeah, he's been singing all the time for years. Uh, we may have to sit down and have a viewing of that entire concert because I'm sure oh it's gosh. just a delight. Oh, yeah, 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 definitely. <laughs> wow. Uh, 
I want to see what some of the moves that he does when he's wrestling. Oh, oh you well. know, well, we know from the Bible, mm-hmm. Yahweh at one point did threaten the like, I'm going to roll you up into like a basketball. That's and, true. Like, throw you in the yeah. garbage. That yeah, we know that's that's a signature move. So it's probably something similar to that. Yeah. Beautiful. It, it must be, because he's been auditioning for the role of Yahweh for, you know, decades now. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, of course. <laughs> Absolutely. All righty. Well, what are you two drinking today? Um, I'm having a whiskey Coke, which I thought that I was losing my grip on reality because I had to ask Jace, wait, whiskey Coke is a real drink, right? This is a real drink that people drink? This is a real drink. I realize it's been so long since I've been in a bar where I haven't mm. just like ordered a fancy cocktail. It's been so long since I've been like a college student in a bar just trying to get drunk off well drinks that I forget yeah. what people drink. Like whiskey, ginger. Yeah. What is it? Rum and Coke? But I guess, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah exactly. That's what <laughs> threw me off. Yeah. That makes sense though. Yeah, like a Jack and I, Coke. Lovely. That's a thing that everyone yeah. knows. I don't know why both of you are questioning whiskey and Coke right now. You're right, Jack and Coke. <laughs> I don't know because usually you hear the word Jack in front of it and that doesn't necessarily mean like, I don't know, a really nice whiskey. Well, obviously not nice whiskey. You're putting it in Coke. Come on. Yeah. (laughs) What are you drinking, Jace? Oh, yeah. I'm drinking a Space Dust IPA. It's, you know, one of my faves. It's like a real punch in the face Mm -hmm. of hops. Like, I like it. Yes. And how about you, Em? What beautiful drink do you have today? Uh, Today, I made myself a little grapefruit mint Prosecco cooler. Mm. So Right, because we're still in January. So we're still doing sparkling wine-based drinks. Exactly. Okay. Yes. Good, so good. this is Prosecco. Um, I muddled some mint with lime juice and uh, grapefruit juice. And then I, in a little bit of agave, I threw that in with some Prosecco and it's lovely. It's really, really refreshing. Probably more of a summer drink, but whatever. <laughs> you can drink this all year round. I'm in Los Angeles. It was like 70 today. Gosh. So it's fine. Yeah. It's totally good, fine. Good for you. <laughs> Sorry, I know y'all are cold and stuff. So, but hopefully, somewhere out there, people are sipping on this lovely drink. I love it. All right. All right. So, before we dilly dally any longer, let's get into reading this freaking Bible. Yeah. Today, we're continuing on with Ezekiel chapters 33 through 35. And then we're going to be reading two Psalms today 76 and 77. As we get started, we want to remind everyone to read responsibly and drink responsibly. You can drink along with us or you can listen while you're in the car. But please do not do both at the same time. And with that, it is Ezekiel 33. The word of Yahweh came to me, saying, Son of man, speak to the children of your people and tell them when I... The little children. When I bring the sword on a land and the people of the land take a man from among them and set him for their watchman, if when he sees the sword come on the land, he blow the trumpet and warn the people, then... Whoever hears the sound of the trumpet and doesn't take warning, if the sword come and take him away, his blood... <laughs> hold on. Hold on. I'm almost there. His okay, blood okay. shall be on his own head. What? That, that's the conclusion. It's like an SAT question. <laughs> <laughs> if Yahweh brings one giant sword down, it does mm-hmm. feel like... I just keep thinking of one humongous sword from like a giant in the sky, just like going down and 
this guy with the trumpet is trying to like scream into the void, like, okay, the sword is coming before right. he inevitably gets chopped. A million miles off. <laughs> yes. Everybody run. Exactly. Wait, okay, hold on. If I'm yeah. remembering this correctly. Okay, the watchman, instead of the watchman, watchman sees the sword coming. He blows the trumpet. Everyone hears the trumpet blow. And then what happens if you if you don't do anything about it, something bad happens? Yeah, so then whoever hears the sound of the trumpet and doesn't take warning, if the sword come and okay. take him away, his blood shall be on his own head. Okay, if, like, if he doesn't do anything about it. It's your own, your own dang fault sure. if you don't heed the warning. Mm-hmm. Great. Okay. Yeah, it's like that guy who refused to evacuate from Mount St. Helens. There you go. Or Pompeii. Not that Pompeii... Yeah, that one guy who's out of Pompeii... <laughs> <laughs> slash all of them. It's their the fault. one guy who didn't listen to the government warnings about evacuation. Yes. Gosh, okay, <laughs> yes. That one, that one guy makes the rounds in the museum circuit. Okay. <laughs> this one man died at Pompeii. Just the, the one idiot. <laughs> Can you imagine? It was just the one idiot of Pompeii. Perfectly preserved. Who, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sadly, that's not the case. No. Too, too soon, pour one out for Pompeii. Yeah, too soon. Yeah. Too soon. He... So we're going on about this person who heard it and didn't take warning. And died. He heard the sound of the trumpet and didn't take warning. His blood shall be on him. Mm. Whereas if he had taken warning, he would have delivered his soul. But... Like... Okay. The essay, what does the delivered his soul mean? Like he would have saved himself, I think. Okay. Right? Delivered his soul. Okay. You know, like delivered oh, his own yeah, soul yeah. out of I don't know. Trouble. I thought that you meant like... He would have that he would have like gone to heaven, but that's yeah, not a thing. That's not a thing yet. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah you got to scrub your <laughs> notion of heaven <laughs> right. out <Okay>. All right. <laughs> for most I'll of this try. half of the book. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <clears throat> okay. The SAT question's still going, but oh, dear. if the watchman sees the sword come and doesn't blow the trumpet, and the people aren't warned, and the sword comes and take any person from among them, he is taken away in his iniquity, but his blood will I require at the watchman's hand. What? <laughs> okay, so if the okay the watchman okay here we go watchman sees the sword, doesn't blow the trumpet for some reason. He's like, mm, I'm gonna pass on this yeah. one. I think it's probably yeah. gonna be okay for it's us. Just one sword. Sees the sword. Around. Whatever. Doesn't blow the trumpet. Then it's like the sword's gonna come and like the people that I kill, they're still gonna deserve it. But the watchman is the one who's to blame. Is that what I'm understanding? Yes, I think so. And that I will yes. take my vengeance on him, like that he'll he'll pay him. okay. some kind it's of be his fault. some kind of a blood price for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Carrying on. So you, son of man, I have set you a watchman to the house of Israel. Ooh. Therefore, hear the word at my mouth and give them warning for me. I see. So that whole thing was just a setup. Is he the watchman? Yes. But who watches him? That's true. Who watches the watchman? Yahweh does. <laughs> that's true. But who watches the Yahweh? Mm, nobody. nobody. That's the point. That's the, mm. that's the whole problem here. Yeah. Problem. Problem. Yep. Yeah. Uh, okay. So yeah, he wants him to be the watchman and, and give warnings and stuff. When I tell the wicked, oh, wicked man, you shall surely die. And you don't speak to warn the wicked from his way. That wicked man shall die in his iniquity, but his blood I will require at your hand. Is this yet another threat to Ezekiel? Yes, of, yeah, yeah. If you don't convince mm. these people what's going to happen, then I'm going to take it out on you. So he's threatening this guy because so many of the other prophets were unconvincing to the people, in my opinion. So he's kind of taking the tactic of maybe if I put just this impossible quota <laughs> on the middleman, 
that's then how we're going to get results. Maybe he'll do it. Yeah. Well, he's like some some negative reinforcement. But but just to clarify here, Yahweh was very clear that if you warn them and they don't do anything, that's not your fault. That's their own fault. Mm-hmm. So it's you don't have to convince them. You just have to. Just tell, tell them. them. So he's just like, just don't sit on this. Just right. all okay. the wacko shit that I ask you to do and say, yeah. you better do yeah. it. Exactly. Okay. And then it's on them. Then it's their, their, their deal. Okay. So nevertheless, if you warn the wicked of his way to turn from it, and he doesn't turn from his way, he shall die in his iniquity, but you have delivered your soul. So yeah, what we were just saying. You, son of man, tell the house of Israel... Thus you speak, saying, Our transgressions and our sins are on us, and we pine away in them. How then can we live? Tell them, As I live, says the Lord Yahweh, I have no pleasure in the death of the wicked, but that the wicked turn from his way and live. Turn you, turn you from your evil ways. For why will you die, house of Israel? Okay. You, son of man, tell the children of your people, The righteousness of the righteous shall not deliver him in the day of his disobedience. And as for the wickedness of the wicked, he shall not fall thereby in the day that he turns from his wickedness. Okay. Neither shall he who is righteous be able to live thereby in the day that he sins. When I tell the righteous that he shall surely live, if he trusts to his righteousness and commit iniquity, none of his righteous deeds shall be remembered. But in his iniquity that he has committed, therein shall he die. Okay. This is interesting. This is interesting. Is it? Yes. Yeah, please try to try to parse <laughs> out what happened here because I don't know. Well, I don't know what happened. Okay. But I can tell you what my evangelical Christian interpretation <laughs> mm, was okay. yeah. growing up. Yeah. This makes a lot of sense. Uh, something that I know a lot of former Christian kids report on really struggling with was kind of the idea of so am I good or am I not good as far as like going to heaven? Mm. Because there's mm. kind of this double whammy from the Bible, or at least from the way Christians interpret the Bible. One is if you just accept Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, you're good. You say the prayer, you say the magic words, you are good. Like that's all you need to do. You're guaranteed a spot in heaven. Like that's literally all you need to do. And then that was also often matched at the same time with, but you can't like just go and be bad. You know, like you're saved, but if you do enough bad things, you're still going to go to hell. So it's kind of these two pieces of contradictory information of... Are you always saved or not? Wait, yeah. am I good? Because are you always saved or can you lose being saved by doing bad things? And this is interesting of, it seems to be saying in this Old Testament way, if you do a bad thing, I don't care how righteous you've been before then. Okay. Which huh. which is something that I've I've always thought by that logic then, the Catholic thing of doing confession every week or even every day makes a lot of sense because you kind of got to re-up that saving. Yes. Right? And I think mm. Judaism also has it. A lot of religions actually have that. Mm. I think have a more realistic understanding of human beings make a lot of mistakes. Right. So you need to fix even it. Even with the best of intentions. And so we need to be constantly atoning and fixing and, huh. and forgiving and kind of re-upping constantly as opposed... What do you do in Judaism? Um, well, there's a lot of like Jewish like festivals and, and holidays oh, okay. that are about just like regular atonement. Purim? Yeah, sure. We're not Jews, so I'm sorry, yeah. all the Jews out there listening who are like tearing your hair out and yelling at us. Um, well, send us a message. Let us know. <laughs> yeah. We're curious. A nice yeah. message, please. Yeah, a nice, yes. nice, please. Yeah, super nice message, though. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm carrying on here. 
So he just gave this whole thing about all that stuff that Dedeker just talked about. Yet, the children of your people say, the way of the Lord is not equal, but as for them, their way is not equal. When the righteous turns from his righteousness and commits iniquity, he shall even die therein. When the wicked turns from his wickedness and does that which is lawful and right, he shall live thereby. Yet, you say, the way of the Lord is not equal. House of Israel, I will judge you, everyone, after his ways. So he just kind of keeps reiterating when people are like, that's not fair, though. He's like, and he's like, don't let me care. tell you the rule again. <laughs> let me tell you the rule again, just to make sure you understand. <laughs> okay, it happened. In the 12th year of our captivity, in the 10th month, in the fifth day of the month, that one who had escaped out of Jerusalem came to me saying, the city has been struck. Wait, can you remind me what happened? Why are, where are the captive? Babylonians took oh, them captive. Still, still, still. Yeah, this captivity lasts a long time, Emily. Remember, remember really that back in, back in Jeremiah, even Yahweh was like, just chill. You, you like, you chill, <laughs> get married, have kids. You're going to yeah. be here for a long time. So, okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I believe 75 years was the promise. Yeah, right? yeah so a lot of people aren't going to live yeah. through yeah. this. Yep. Okay. Uh, so, so someone who had escaped out of Jerusalem came and said, the city has been struck. Now the hand of Yahweh had been on me in the evening before he who was escaped came. And he had opened my mouth until he came to me in the morning and my mouth was opened and I was no more mute. Huh? Well, okay. Because he had another oh. one of his periods of muteness. Oh, okay. We've already been here. Okay, so but the Lord put his hand on him and, and his mouth was opened and now he could speak again. Yeah, That's now he nice. could speak. Right before okay. this guy showed up. So that was convenient. Very convenient. This is the first time we've gotten any like real world narrative in several episodes. Yeah, it's been a while. This has been a lot of just trash talking other nations. Yeah, yeah, true. Okay. Okay. The word of Yahweh came to me saying, Son of man, they who inhabit those waste places in the land of Israel speak, <laughs> saying, Abraham was one and he inherited the land, but we are many. The land is given us for inheritance. Okay. Therefore tell them, thus says the Lord Yahweh, you eat with the blood and lift Ew. up your eyes to your idols and shed blood and shall you possess the land? Uh, you stand on your sword. I don't know what that means. You work <laughs> abomination and you defile everyone his neighbor's wife. And shall you possess the land? Thus shall you tell them. Thus says the Lord Yahweh. Colon. As I live, surely those who are in the waste places shall fall by the sword, and him who is in the open field will I give to the animals to be devoured. And those who are in the strongholds and in the caves shall die of the pestilence. Wow. Oh, so wait, he told this to just a random dude who showed up? I already lost the plot. Oh, well, so Ezekiel said that this was the word of Yahweh that was given to him. Yeah. I guess we can okay. assume that he's also told this to the he's guy, told, but okay. maybe the not. The guy that was the reason why now he can speak again-ish? Yes. Yeah, that, that guy. The one who escaped okay. from Jerusalem, which is yeah, captured. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh, now we're back to some classic, classic, classic things. I will make classic. the land a desolation mm. and an mm -hmm. astonishment mm -hmm. and the pride of her power shall cease and the mountains of Israel shall be desolate so that none shall pass through. None shall pass. <laughs> then shall they know that I am Yahweh when I have made oh, no. the land a desolation and an astonishment because all their abominations which they have committed. 
We should we should have been drinking that whole time for repetition, oh, by the way. Yeah, you're right, huh? Maybe Just people don't know that he's Yahweh because he hasn't actually made the land a desolation. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why mm-hmm. they don't know. Because mm-hmm. he keeps talking about like they will know when this happens, but Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally. Okay. So they, they shall know that I'm Yahweh when I've done all this stuff. As for you, son of man, the children of your people talk of you by the walls and in the doors of the houses and speak one to another, everyone to his brother, saying, please, come and hear what is the word that comes forth from Yahweh. They come to you as the people comes and they sit before you as my people and they hear your words, but don't do them. Don't do them. For with their mouth, they show much love, but their heart goes after their gain. Oh, I've been in that kind of relationship before. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> what, uh, what, is, what does um, the message have to say about no, this? Yeah. We, we almost haven't made talked it. to Zeke's. We almost, or wait, what is Eugene. his name? Eugene. 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 Yeah. We have not, uh, we almost made it a whole chapter without checking with Eugene. Yeah. So that's, how, that's nice. how dare we? So close. Yeah. Uh, he says... Um, As for you, son of man, you've become quite the talk of the town. Your people meet on street corners and in front of their houses and say, let's go hear the latest news from God. They show up, as people (laughs) tend to do, and sit in your company. (laughs) They listen to you speak, but don't do a thing you say. They flatter you with compliments, but all they care about is making money and getting ahead. This sounds like people are treating Ezekiel kind of like an, an amusement. Well, like, let me yeah. just read one more line from Eugene here. To them, you're merely entertainment. Ugh. A country singer of sad love songs playing Excuse a guitar. Me? Well, okay. I'm, okay. Wow. Hold on, I don't Eugene. know about that. A country singer of sad love songs playing the guitar. And now what does it say in the World English Bible translation? Okay, yeah. The World English Bible says... Here it is. Yeah. Behold... You are to them as a very lovely song of one who has a pleasant voice and can play well on an instrument. For they hear your words, but they don't do them. Mm. Okay. Okay. When this country last, singer, last that's sentence, very, that's like very, very so specific. specific. I think that's kind of maybe. Likes country. <laughs> you don't think so? Because I think he, that's kind of parting the mm. curtains, maybe revealing that he loves country. Oh, um, that's the only music he listens to. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Because okay. he's like, oh, what, can, what do I think of when I think of like. A singer with a pleasant voice that can right. play well on an instrument. Country, country music. Everyone loves it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Or maybe depending where he lived, if he was trying to think of like, what's the thing that just everyone is nuts for? Country music. I don't know where it's Eugene lives. country. But, but a lot maybe. of country is kind of Christian-y, so. That's yeah. true, that's true. I think he, did he end up in Montana? I don't know. Who? We looked that up. What? Eugene. Eugene? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. No. Something like that. Yeah. Last, last verse, please. When this comes to pass, behold, it comes. <laughs> then shall they know that a prophet has been among them. Uh, wow. And oh, seen. Great okay. job. That was a long chapter. <laughs> that was. It really was. Yeah. Yeah. felt long. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, should I move on to 34? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. The word of Yahweh came to me saying, Son of man, prophecy against the shepherds of Israel prophecy and tell them even to the shepherds, thus says the Lord Yahweh, woe to the shepherds of Israel who feed themselves. Shouldn't the shepherds feed the sheep? Mm. Yeah, You eat the fat. I mean, I agree. And you clothe you with the wool. You kill the fatlings, but you don't feed the sheep. 
Mm. Jeez, doesn't sound like a very good shepherd. Mm-hmm. Or very tasty sheep, to be honest. Mm-hmm. But No. Well, <laughs> you haven't strengthened the disease. Neither have you healed that which was sick. Neither have you bound up that which was broken. Neither have you brought back that which was driven away. Neither have you sought that which was lost. But with force and with rigor have you ruled over them. Is he talking about himself? <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Doubt it, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, Yahweh's probably not talking about himself, but it sounds like stuff that he does. No, I, I guess, I'm assuming he's talking to like the leaders of Israel, maybe? Hmm, maybe. The ones who should be guiding their sheep. Maybe the priests. Okay. Yeah, that's gotta be. And the prophets and stuff. They were scattered because there was no shepherd and they became food to all the animals of the field and they were scattered. <laughs> Mm-hmm. My sheep wandered through all the mountains and on every high hill. Yes, my sheep were scattered on all the surface of the earth, and there was none who searched or sought. Therefore, your shepherds, hear the word of Yahweh. As I live, says the Lord Yahweh, surely because my sheep became a prey, and my sheep became food to all the animals of the field, because there was no shepherd. Neither did my shepherds search for my sheep, but the shepherds fed themselves and didn't feed my sheep. I'm Therefore, sorry, I feel like I just blacked out for a moment. Are you still yeah, talking I, about I shepherds and sheep? I can appreciate yes. though. Yes, I am. I feel like this is maybe one of the first times or one of the few rare times where he is calling out a little bit more of the leadership structure as mm. opposed to it just mm. being about individual failures. Okay. And it yeah. just being on an individual's head why they're failing here. So that's maybe refreshing. It, has he mark? given them a lot of, I, like, you know, it, stuff to work with? Like a some sort of sheet of paper that says what they're supposed to be doing or something? Or some well, prophet yes, telling them exactly? Yeah, law. Yeah. Remember, like, it was carved on the front of the temples and stuff yeah. and on some rocks. And, and then yeah. they found also that one book that they forgot about for a in long the, time. Yeah, in like, the janitor's yeah. closet. Yeah. There's some documentation. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. well... Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's given it to them for a while, though. It's like a lot of old stuff that could have been lost to time, you like know? Like he hasn't given an update. Yeah. Okay. Mm. A new a new edition. Now he's just getting angry about it. I don't know. Yeah, he needs a new edition. Therefore, you shepherds, hear the word of Yahweh. Thus says the Lord Yahweh, behold, I am against the shepherds, and I will require my sheep at their hand and cause them to cease from feeding the sheep. Neither shall the shepherds feed themselves anymore, and I will deliver my sheep from their mouth, and they may not be food for them. I doubt that these people are eating each other, but maybe. For thus says the Lord Yahweh. Wait, wait sorry, wait. Which verse is this that you think they're feeding them to each other? What's, no, no, what's no. Happening? It just says, I will deliver my sheep from their mouth, and they may not be food for them. Oh, I see. He's going to save the sheep. From getting eaten by the shepherds? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, Okay. cool, cool. Yeah, because cool. he did say that before. Yeah. And okay. that was verse 10? Yep. 10. Yeah, okay. For thus says the Lord Yahweh, behold, I myself, even I, will search for my sheep and I will sneak them out. Oh, he's like, he's like I am the one who shepherds. That's kind of... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, he's got some Heisenberg action. As a shepherd seeks out his flock in the day that he is among his sheep that are scattered abroad, so will I seek out out my sheep. (laughs) This is is challenging for sure, Emily. (laughs) I appreciate your your bravery. (laughs) So will I seek out my sheep and I will deliver them out of all the places where they have been scattered in the cloudy and dark day. 
I will bring them out from the peoples and gather them from the countries, and I will bring them into their own land, and I will feed them on the mountains of Israel by the water courses and in all the inhabited places of the country. I will feed them with good pasture, and on the mountains of the height of Israel shall their fold be... Oh, the sheep folds. Oh, finally, they're back. (laughs) They're back. There shall they lie down in a good fold, and on a fat pasture (laughs) shall they feed on the mountains of Israel. It's just like a blanket of sheep, like all folded on one another. (laughs) Uh That's really cute. I myself will be the shepherd of my sheep and I will cause them to lie down, says the Lord Yahweh. Yeah, I mean, isn't that what he does? Like he's the shepherd that shall not want and lies in green sheepfold pastures (laughs) or something like that? Well, he makes me lie down in green meadows. And the Lord is my shepherd and I shall not want because he is my shepherd. Which is actually, I mean... Yeah, that this is the same analogy, right, or the same metaphor? It's very sheep-oriented. Shepherd, yeah. It's what? It's chival- What did you say? Sheep-oriented. Very sheep-oriented. Sheep-oriented. It's a very sheep-based economy. They're pastoralists, you know. Mm-hmm. Was that in the New Testament though? That whole thing, the the sheppy. No, that was a song. no. That's yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah. the question is twenty-three, thirty-two. <laughs> One <laughs> of them. What you. is it? I always forget. <laughs> One of them. Yeah, uh, but it's funny okay. though. It makes me wonder who did it first, right? Was it a like hit song by David that then Ezekiel's yes. kind of using that imagery, or is it the other way around that whoever wrote that psalm was getting it from Ezekiel's imagery? Your guess is as good as mine, or or any of the other prophets who used the same metaphor. I don't know. They're just like yes, sheep, gonna go with it, gonna run with it. Here we go, sixteen. I will seek that which was lost and I will bring back that which was driven away and I will bind up that which was broken and I will strengthen that which was sick, but the fat and the strong I will destroy. Okay. I will feed them in justice. In justice? (laughs) He'll feed in justice to them or he'll feed them within justice. It says, I will feed them in justice with no no discernible space. Justice. I will feed them in justice. Oh, in you space need to justice. Emily. <laughs> in space justice. <laughs> okay, 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 thank you. That's thank what you. we're going for. No, sorry, sorry. Like, not, yeah, I'm not going to hand them and shove injustice down their throat. Okay. I'm going to feed them with in justice. Okay, cool. <laughs> it not makes, that either. It makes perfect sense at the end it's of the fine. day, so. <laughs> cool. As for you, oh my flock. Thus says the Lord Yahweh, behold, I judge between sheep and sheep, the rams and the male goats. I wonder what qualifies a person to be a goat or a sheep or another sheep or a ram. Mm -hmm, Mm -hmm. Seems it is a small thing that you have to feed on the good pasture, that you have fed on the good pasture, but you must tread down with your feet the residue of your pasture? (laughs) Mark? Uh, And to, I don't know, and to have drunk of the clear waters, but you must foul the residue with your feet? Boy. Uh, okay, so... That was 18. Will you help? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Eugene says, um, I think maybe tone of voice would help convey this, and I don't know how we would understand it, but it's, aren't you satisfied to feed in good pasture without taking over the whole place? Can't you be satisfied to drink from the clear stream without muddying the water with your feet? Okay. Maybe it's about like greediness or just kind of grab everything when you've already got something really good. Sure. Maybe. Okay. Cool. 
As for my sheep, they eat that which you have trodden with your feet, and they drink that which you have fouled with your feet. Mm. Therefore, thus says the Lord Yahweh to them, behold, I, even I, will judge between the fat sheep and the lean sheep. Oh. Jeez. Mm. Well, this is like um, what? Joseph and Pharaoh's dreams. Remember the dream about the... Oh, but it was cows, right? It was like the oh, fat cows, right, cows and the skinny cows. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Never mind. Totally different. <laughs> Completely different. Could not mean the same thing. Because you thrust with side and with shoulder... Oh, are they tipping cows? Tipping sheep? <laughs> tipping some sheep over now. <laughs> They're not big enough to like thrust with a shoulder. You'd just like thrust them with your hip. Be like... <laughs> just a little... Just a little pop. <laughs> because you thrust with side and with shoulder and push all the diseased with your horns until you have scattered them abroad... Therefore will I save my flock, and they shall no more be a prey. And I will judge between sheep and sheep. I will set up one shepherd over them, and he shall feed them, even my servant David, my favorite boy in the world. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Who's very dead, but whatever. He's coming back to life. He shall feed... Hold on. I just am realizing how weird this is that at first he was talking about like you're the shepherds and you're bad. Just realizing how weird this is. Well, okay. I'm realizing a new (laughs) weird thing. And that is that he was talking about you being the shepherds, doing a bad shepherding job, not feeding your sheep and just eating them. And now the shepherds are, he's actually saying are like goats using their horns to like bump the sheep to the side. He's kind of switched metaphors midstream. Which doesn't surprise me, I guess. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. He's not the greatest in metaphors, but mm-hmm. he tries, which we got to give him that. Uh, okay. It's, uh, uh, let's see. I will set up one shepherd over them and he shall feed them, even my servant David. He shall feed them and he shall be their shepherd. I, Yahweh, will be their God and my servant David, prince among them. I, Yahweh, have spoken it. <laughs> Okay, I will make them with a covenant of peace and I will cause evil animals to seek to, to, bleh, bleh, to cease out the land and there they shall dwell securely in the wilderness and Aww. sleep in the woods. Oh, that's nice. How peaceful. I will make them and the places round about my hill a blessing and I will cause the shower to come down in its season and there shall be showers of blessing. The tree of the field shall yield its fruit and the earth shall yield its increase and they shall be secure in their land and they shall know that I am Yahweh when I have broken the bars of their yoke and have delivered them out of the hand of those who made slaves of them. Okay, so now he's trying to be nice, but Mm -hmm, it's mm going to last like one chapter. They shall no more be a prey to the nations, neither shall the animals of the earth devour them, but they shall dwell securely and none shall Hmm. make them afraid. I will raise up to them a plantation for renown, and they shall be no more consumed with famine in the land, neither bear the shame of the nations anymore. I thought we were going to bring bears into this metaphor for a second. I know, I thought bears were happening, (laughs) and I was excited, but they're not. (laughs) They shall know that I, Yahweh, their God, am with them, and that they, the house of Israel, are my people, says the Lord Yahweh. You, my sheep, the sheep of my pasture, are men, and I am your God. Says the Lord Yahweh. I love when that happens. Oh, God waits to the end to yeah. lay out and really explain and drive home what the metaphor is. It's like explaining a this joke. This whole time, you've been the sheep. 
<laughs> you sheepy, me Gotti. <laughs> <laughs> this whole thing was a metaphor. <laughs> We're like, cool. <laughs> Oh, and that's Woo. that it. We end on that very, very, very yes. yeah. obtuse, that, not obtuse, but obvious metaphor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I need a break after that. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're about to get one. Before we go on, we're going to take a quick break to talk about some ways that you can support this show if this is something that you're loving and enjoying as much as we are. I know it's something that I look forward to every week, and I hope that you do as well. So first of all is to just spread the word. Tell your friends about it. Bring, bring them all down for the live shows or have listening parties for the recorded podcast version. Uh, we would love it. it. It'd be awesome. They don't have to go back and start at the beginning. You know, They can just, just hop in any old place. And if this is something that you love and want to really go the extra mile to support and let us know that this show means something to you and that you're getting value out of it, is to become one of our patrons at patreon.com slash study. And there, by becoming a parishioner, it'll help the show to pay for our hosting costs and keep the show growing. Uh, we eventually want to make some merch. I think that'd be really cool. Woo! Woo! Yes. Uh, so if you go to patreon.com and become a parishioner there as a thank you, we have things like early releases of episodes, uh, personal toasts on the show, uh, Emily's drink recipes, other random posts and things like that as we come up with them. Maybe we'll do like first dibs on any kind of merch that we end up making or something could be fun. Um, someday, maybe like discount coupons to the Archipelago Sandwich Pub mm-hmm, when we mm-hmm. make that a thing. Yeah, like a free order of fries when you get two Oh, burgers. yeah, yeah. Or like a free upgrade on the size of your beverage yeah. or you know something like that. It'll be awesome. Okay, we are back. And I guess I'm going to jump in with chapter 35. This is kind of a shorter Let's one. Do it. Yeah. Moreover, the word of Yahweh came to me saying, Son of man, Set your face against Mount Seir and prophesy against it and tell it, tell the mountain. The whole thing. (laughs) Thus says the Lord Yahweh, Behold, I am against you, Mount Seir, and I will stretch out my hand against you, and I will make you a desolation and an astonishment. I will lay your cities waste, and you shall be desolate, and you shall know that I am Yahweh. Because you have had a perpetual enmity and have given over the children of Israel to the power of the sword in the time of their calamity, in the time of the iniquity of the end. Can I tell you a brief story about the word enmity? Yes. Oh, sure. (laughs) Enmity. So there's a a board game that I played with some friends, and one of the like counters that you get is enmity. And Mm. as we were reading the instructions and talking about this game, trying to learn it, we struggled so much with how to say that word. Because it's, like, I always thought it was enmity, but the N comes before the M. So it's enmity. Yes. And that's really hard to say. Is that, am I the only one? En- enmity. 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 I don't think it's a word I've ever said out loud in my life. I've always read, read it. it. Yeah. I've never told someone <laughs> I'm filled with enmity right now for you. Mm-hmm. What does it mean? Like ill will, right? It's like a yeah. dislike, ill will. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. And yeah. en- enmity. Enmity. Yeah. In this game, yeah. it was like every time you did something against another player, you got an enmity token that they could eventually oh. cash in against you to like get revenge, essentially, Uh-oh. or something like that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's kind of like ill will or, or. Okay. So this is the mountain. Mount Sayers had a perpetual enmity. 
Okay. Put like against it or it's had against someone else? It's it's had against Israel, I suppose. Hmm. Okay. This is what Yahweh's <laughs> got to say. Therefore, as I live, says the Lord Yahweh, I will prepare you to blood and blood shall pursue you since you have not hated blood. Therefore, blood <laughs> shall pursue you. Wait. Uh, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Sounds like, okay. Blood is like rolling along, like running after. Like, well, what? this is a little bit confusing because of the fact that Mount, normally he's addressing whole civilizations of people, right? Like the Assyrians or the Ammonites uh-huh. or whoever. And this is the first time we've seen him address just a mountain. And we can assume that the, the mountain corresponds to some kind of people. It's, it's got to be, right? Or civilization because he's mentioning cities and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, but you haven't hated blood, so it's kind of like you've kind of picked some fights, and so I'm going to pick some fights on you, Mount Sayer. Mm. Yeah, because you haven't hated blood, so uh-huh. I'm going to give you blood. Yeah. <laughs> there will be blood, and there will okay. be blood. Okay. Thus, Good. will I make Mount Sayer an astonishment and a desolation, mm. and I will cut off from it. Drink, him. drink for repetition, oh boy. And I will cut off from it him who passes through and him who returns. I will fill its mountains with its slain in your hills and in your valleys and in all your water courses shall they fall who are slain with the sword. I will make you a perpetual desolation and your cities shall not be inhabited and you shall know that I am Yahweh. The perpetual <laughs> desolation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just glanced at the message and I've got some real delights here. Uh, he says, I will blanket your mountains with corpses. Massacred bodies will cover your hills and fill up your valleys and ditches. Ew. I'll reduce you to ruins and all your towns will be ghost towns. Population zero. Oh my God. Oh God. <laughs> Just calm down, Eugene. Just calm down. Oh, I love it so much. <laughs> because you have said, these two nations and these two countries shall be mine and we will possess it. Whereas Yahweh was there, therefore, as I live, says the Lord Yahweh, I will do according to your anger and according to your envy, which you have shown out of your hatred against them. And I will make myself known among them when I shall judge you. You Mm. shall know that I, Yahweh, have heard all your insults, which you've spoken against the mountains of Israel, saying, they are laid desolate. They are given us to devour. You have magnified yourselves against me with your mouth and have multiplied your words against me. I have heard it. Okay. okay. This is sounding a lot like some of the rocks. Yes. I was just going to say that. I was just going to say that. It sounds like he's... This is why he's perfect casting. Exactly. Thus says the Lord Yahweh, when the whole earth rejoices, I will make you desolate. As you did rejoice over the inheritance of the house of Israel because it was desolate, so will I do to you. You shall be desolate, Mount Seir, and all Edom, even all of it, and they shall know that I am Yahweh. Yes, we will. Oh, mm-hmm. boy. No one denies. No, no one yeah. denies. God forbid we deny. Okay, <laughs> beautiful. That was, a, that was a very sheep-heavy mm. episode yes. today. Just sheeps for days. Yeah. Mountains, and I kind of got an image of like mountains smack-talking each other, which is kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe yeah. in the bonus we can look up who Mount Sayer means. Yeah, what, what that's all about. Yeah. That'd be good. Are we, are we ready for yeah. the time? For the, oh, so ready for the time. Everyone's favorite yes. segment. The best time. Do it. And now it's time for Silly Songs with DBS. The part of the show 
where DBS comes out and reads some jazzy psalms. Psalm 76. For the chief musician on stringed instruments, a psalm by Asaph, a song. In Judah, God is known. His name is great in Israel. His tabernacle is also in Salem, his dwelling place in Zion. There, he broke the flaming arrows of the bow, the shield, and the sword, and the weapons of war. Selah. Glorious are you, and excellent, more than mountains of game. Valiant mm. men lie plundered. Gross. Yeah. Gross. Valiant men lie plundered. They have mm. slept their last sleep. None of the men of war can lift their hands. At your rebuke, God of Jacob, both chariot and horse are cast into a dead sleep. Oh. You, even you, are to be feared. Who can stand in your sight when you're angry? You pronounce judgment from heaven. The earth feared and was silent. When God arose to judgment to save all the afflicted ones of the earth. Selah. Surely the wrath of man praises you. The survivors of your wrath are restrained. Make vows to Yahweh your God and fulfill them. Let all of his neighbors bring presents to him who is to be feared. Oh, how lovely. Sort of uh, protection money, I think. <laughs> he will cut off the spirit of princes. He is feared by the kings of the earth. That's the end of the psalm. That's good. Beautiful. Okay. Let's move on to Psalm 77. For the chief musician, to Jedithun, a psalm by Asaph. Mm. Ooh, it was dedicated to somebody. It could be romantic. Yeah. This say, one yeah. goes out to Jedithun and anybody in the audience. <laughs> yeah, thanks for showing thanks, up today. Yeah, thanks for being here tonight. It's really special. <gasps> really, really special to me. My cry goes to God. Indeed, I cry to God for help and for him to listen to me. In the day of my trouble, I sought the Lord. My hand was stretched out in the night and didn't get tired. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> That's usually my problem. Hey, oh. Nice. Um, uh-huh. It's the hand getting tired, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My soul refused to be comforted. I remember God and I groan. I complain and my spirit is overwhelmed. Selah. You hold my eyelids open. Oh, oh boy. Oh, boy. I'm so troubled that I can't speak. I have considered the days of old, the years of ancient times. I remember my song in the night. I consider in my own heart. My spirit diligently inquires, will the Lord reject us forever? Mm. Will he be favorable no more? Has his loving kindness vanished forever? Mm. Does his promise fail for generations? Has God forgotten to be gracious? Has he in anger withheld his compassion? Selah. Then I thought, I will appeal to this. The years of the right hand of the Most High. I will remember Yah's deeds. Oh, good. It's Yah again. Get the nickname back. Yeah. Good old Yah. Yah. Our bro, Yah. Yah's back. And I will remember your wonders of old. I will also meditate on all your work and consider your doings. Mm. Your way, God, is in the sanctuary. What God is great like God? You are the God who does wonders. You have made your strength known among the peoples. You have redeemed your people with your arm, the sons of Jacob and Joseph. Selah. Mm. The waters saw you, God. The waters saw you 
and they writhed. The Whoa. depths also convulsed. Guys, wow. even turning the water on. Yeah. The clouds poured out water. The skies resounded with thunder. Your arrows also flashed around. The voice of your thunder was in the whirlwind. The lightnings lit up the world. The earth trembled and shook. Your way was through the sea. Your paths through the great waters. Mm. Your footsteps were not known. You led your people like a flock by the hand of Moses and Aaron. Mm. That's it. God. Oh, man, I love that. That was so exciting. <laughs> Maybe my standards for Psalms are very, very low, but I we got Yah. Glad the you got so excited. Got mm. dropped. Something that had turned like get, making the waters convulse, the hands mm. getting tired, not getting tired in the night. I mean, like just very dream, exciting. Dream come true. Very stimulating. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Beautiful. All righty. Oh, wow. Okay. Gosh, we're already at the end of the show, huh? Yep. Goodness gracious. We are. Well, yeah. here's some good news. We got a toast. Woo! We got a toast to do. Yeah. Heck yeah. Yeah, because we got a new patron. So we're going to be giving a toast to our new patron, Emma. Woo! Thank you so much, Emma, for becoming a parishioner of this show. We couldn't do it without you. <sighs> well, everyone... Thank you for joining us for Bible study today. If you want even more drunk Bible study, including early releases, cocktail recipes, personal toasts on the show, and more, become one of our patrons at patreon.com slash drunk Bible study. If you enjoy the show, take a moment to subscribe and write us a nice review on iTunes, letting other people know what you like about it. You can also join fellow listeners in the Drunk Bible Study Fans and Fellowship Facebook group. Find us on Twitter at Drunk Bible Cast, on Instagram at Drunk Bible Study, and send us an email to info at drunkbiblestudy.com. Drunk Bible Study is created and produced by Jace Lindgren, Dedeker Winston, and me, Emily Matlack. Our theme song is Book Club by Josh and Anand from their album Home of The The The. For more information, visit us at drunkbiblestudy.com. I made a memory about your dad.